All right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Sean, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Williams. Look at that. All right. <laughs> when you told me you were going to start off this episode, I wasn't sure how I feel about it, but that was pretty damn good. Yeah, I don't know. I was just feeling today. The, the just, ladies came and gentlemen, to it. I was boys like, you know and what? girls thing. I was like, okay. Well, all right. That's Okay. I was expecting a nickname, though. That was a little disappointing. I don't know. It's hard to come up with a nickname on the it fly. It is hard to come up with a nickname on the fly. I do it every week, though. It's the Irishman Keen most weeks. It is. The, <laughs> most weeks it is that. But I throw a little spice in there every now and then. <laughs> like last episode, I think I called you Infinity Stones Keen. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. All, uh-huh. right. All right. Next week, I'll come up with a good All nickname. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so Sean just wanted to do the intro, but he doesn't actually want to lead the episode. You wrote down the notes. I, you could have took the notes. I could have gave them to right, you. Give me the notes. You could have easily. And the notes of it. Followed. It's too late, man. I got the notes there right here. <laughs> Let's get into it. We're going to be talking about this week. Um, Avengers Endgame. What's... We're not talking about that <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, this is not a part three. <laughs> what's next? What's happening? What's going down? What's... What's the next move, baby? That's what we're going to be talking about this week. Look, we both knew that when this movie came out, we were going to get at least three to four episodes out of this movie. <laughs> like, it's just too big not to, right? And I mean, this will probably be the last one, but we're going to reference this movie for at least the rest of the year. Yeah, at probably. minimum. There's no way it's not going to come back. I mean, because that movie set the tone for what's to come next. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I feel like the next so many movies, I mean, at the very least, should have something to do with, you know, Endgame. Yeah, definitely. Which I feel like leads us into the the Spider-Man trailer. Yes. So we are going to be talking about, because the Spider-Man trailer just came out today? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday it came out. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. I didn't know about it until today. I definitely watched it this morning. Didn't we talk yesterday? Yeah, I told you yesterday about it. Maybe, man. You know, you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right. Yeah. We talked yesterday about it. Avengers Endgame, in two weeks, has made $2 billion. Billion with a B. (laughs) Billion dollars. It is now the second highest grossing movie of all time, and it is the fastest movie to hit $2 billion ever. Two weeks. So it's got to it's gotta be Avatar, right? It's got to be the Avatar. And it's not that far away. I saw this meme that was funny that was like the scene from uh, Winter Soldier where yeah. they're running. I you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so it's got, a, it's got Falcon and it says uh, Avatar in him. And then it's Endgame with the Captain America being like on your left running yeah. by. Yeah. yeah. I saw that one too. I was like, ah, this is good. <laughs> so currently uh, Avengers is sitting at $2.2 billion, I believe. A little over that. Um, and Avatar is 2.7, something like that. Yeah, I have no idea. It's something like that. But it's pretty, it's real fucking close. Like, it's on its left, definitely. It's crazy to me how 
Avatar has been up there this whole time. Me too, right? I mean, that movie was good, but it wasn't like it wasn't. No, it wasn't anything mind blowing. It just looked good. That's what it was, man. It was. It was looked good. I mean, you got to I mean, giving it its credit, right? It looked great. It was crazy, like for its time. It was also. Technically, it was an original screenplay, right? It was like an original story, even though it clearly took inspiration from a lot of other stuff we've seen already. Right. But it it is classified as an original screenplay. So people make a big deal out of it simply because like it's a movie that hadn't been pre-established in any way, shape, or form. And then it comes along and it becomes the highest grossing movie of all time. Now, they do say that I think this movie was only released in 3D. Like, you could only see it in 3D. I remember seeing it in 3D. I saw it in 3D, too. It gave me a fucking headache. Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was one of six people that, like, went in, like, a group. I got a whole bunch of my friends who went yeah. to. All six of us at one point took the glasses off. Yeah. I actually remember, and uh, one of my friends fell asleep during that movie. It is long. Yeah. I don't think it. How long is it? I don't know. It felt like it, it was. like, th- damn near three hours. It felt like it was not- three hours at the time. It definitely did. And. Doesn't help when you have a pounding ass headache. Yeah, I remember taking the glasses off a couple times too. I'm just like, this is just yeah, too much. I would put it back on for the action scenes and then I'd take them back off. Yeah. But since it only came out in 3D, that means ticket prices were always higher than what a non 3D movie was. So people kind of count that in there of like, ah, is it really the top grossing film of all time? Because you got to take into consideration it wasn't selling normal tickets. They're more expensive tickets. But, it, you know, it doesn't even matter because Endgame's going to top it. <laughs> I'm sure. It has to. But coming out of Endgame leads us right into Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, when the first Avengers came out, and that made a billion dollars, do you know what the next movie after that that came out was? Do you remember? The first Avengers that came out after the first Avengers? Yeah. Iron Man 3. Yeah. You know how much money that movie made? It made way too much. From way too fucking much. Movie it was. made a billion dollars. I I do believe that it made that much money because it was riding off the coattails of Avengers, right? Because it was this whole idea of, oh shit, that was Avengers. What happens next? This is the next movie. We got to see what happens next. And I feel like Spider-Man Far From Home may... Um, may benefit from that as well coming off of the back of Endgame because it could either hurt it drastically or it could help it drastically right I mean yeah there's kind of like parallels with it like there seems to right like Iron Man um, 3 like was all about his like struggle of after of dealing with what happened you yeah. know the events of Avengers and like doing yep. the tech and now with this movie it seems like now Spider-Man's gotta have to deal with like the whole of elements of what happened in the last Avengers movie. Good fucking point, so man. There's some good I didn't even think about there. that. Look at you. <laughs> Coming up with parallels. You had to bring it back after last week, huh? <laughs> By the way, spoilers for Avengers Endgame for the rest of this episode, in case you're not. Look, if you haven't seen the movie, A, get your life together. Go see it. It's only three hours. Just carve out three hours of your day. Go see the movie. B, don't listen to this if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, unless you don't care about it being ruined. And That's a that really case, good call. That I'm trying to think. We haven't said anything. We haven't given anything away yet, right? No, not yet. All right. Man, but we're about to. Man, oh, man. <laughs> we have some really upset guests that we like didn't have a spoiler warning. That light behind you is blinking. Can you like fix that? It's really bothering me. <laughs> you got to get the remote and set it at the one color. 
Shauna's, we'll keep talking. Sean is fixing the lights in the studio, everybody. You will be seeing the studio very soon, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. But the lights, the LED lights are blinking different colors, and it's very distracting. I just needed to be one solid color. Boom. There we go. Are right. these good? Yeah, those are good. All right, sweet. Anyway, so back to the regular <laughs> schedule program. Okay, so Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. I thought this was perfect timing for this episode because I think it does help us lead into what we're actually, the main topic of this episode, which is what comes next, right? Um, after Avengers Endgame. But let's talk about this trailer first. So, it's, look, just like the last, I don't know what Sony thinks when they do these trailers, man, because... When we saw the trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming, I think it was, it wasn't the teaser trailer. I believe it was the second trailer, like the, the first full trailer we got. It pretty much laid out the entire movie, like beat for beat, right? It was like Spider-Man, right at the events of Civil War, he has a suit that Iron Man gave him. He's trying to be a better hero. He He thinks he's too good for what he's doing. Like he wants to be an Avenger. He wants to be bigger. He fucks up. Iron Man takes the suit from him. Then he decides, I'm going to make this better. I'm going to be better than this suit. We even get the line in the trailer where Iron Man says, if you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't have it anyway. And Spider-Man goes off to prove that. And basically, it just lays out, like beat for beat, what pretty much happens in the movie. It For me, it didn't take away from the experience of the movie, but it was it would have been nice if it wasn't all let down. Yeah, it was like, ah, oh, come on. Um, and this trailer seemed to do the same thing. Like, the first teaser trailer we got, I'm like, okay, it gave away a couple things. Like, we see that we know for sure now that Aunt May knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So, we see a couple things. We see Happy Hogan's back in there, which is cool. And this was before Endgame. This was the trailer before Endgame. So, we saw a couple things. We saw Mysterio and everything. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. But this one is just like, it does the same thing. So it just lays everything out. It's like uh, the events of, of um, Endgame happened. Spider-Man's sad about Tony Stark's death. You know, he... What? He's, no, I'm just, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's trying to be a better Spider-Man. He's trying to kind of fill the shoes that Iron Man left behind for him. He goes on vacation. Mysterio pops up. Nick Fury pops up. We find out Mysterio's, I'm not going to say this part right now because I want to save it for later when we talk about it. Um, We find out what's going on with Mysterio. It just kind of really lays the movie out and I'm just kind of like. Yeah, right. It doesn't seem like they're, yeah, they're not doing what they did with the Avengers movie where like we didn't really know what was going to happen with this movie. They kind of went back to what they've been doing like. Like you said, like we know exactly what this movie's about. Yeah, and it's kind of. Um, like, I mean, that being said, I think there's, I think the trailer is trying to lead us one way, and they're not necessarily going to go that way. Like I, they do seem like they're, and I don't, I don't mean to be jumping ahead for this one of your points, but they do seem like they're making Mysterio to be a good guy, and I don't think that's really what they're going to do. I yeah, think he's going to be a bad guy. That was the next thing on the list. Oh, Mysterio. perfect. So we find mm-hmm. out a little bit more about Mysterio. First thing I want to say about Mysterio is that. I fucking love the costume. They nailed it. Yeah? Like, they, when you put it side by side to the comic book version, it's pretty spot on. And I'm like, you know what? Good for them, man. Like, they went, like, these superhero movies lately have been going for, like, the most ridiculous 
comic book costumes they've just been going for it and i'm loving it man we got we got aquaman in his golden green we got shazam in this ridiculous costume uh, aquaman in general we got black manta now we're getting mysterio where it's like never would i thought that they give him that bold head <laughs> but they did it not only that and it worked yeah but when he has it on you don't even see his face it just looks like it's smog and like cloud yeah in that's there. how it is in the comic i know but i'm like i didn't th- like it works i'm like this is great and I mean, look, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. It's a big name actor. So obviously we're not going to get a lot of scenes with him with the helmet on just because they got to show his face. Right. But still, I'm like, <laughs> I appreciate the fact that they went for it. They gave him the cape. They gave him the big, you know, um, fortune teller, like crystal ball helmet. Like they, they went for it. I'm, I'm, I really appreciate that. Good job. Good job. Marvel. <laughs> Killing it, man. Um, yeah, what what's next? <laughs> I was so stuck on his costume. Yeah, uh, the costume. I agree. It's on point. Um, I honestly, so I guess we're talking about that next. So yeah, I honestly think that he is gonna be the villain of this movie. Yeah, he's and it's be, not. Right? I don't think those. I think he's generally gonna be creating those monsters that were seen in the trailers because that's Mysterio's whole thing, right? Like he makes illusions, right? So I think a big part of the plot that we haven't quite seen yet from the, what we kind of seen, but we haven't seen from this trailer is, you know, the world's trying to figure out who the next Iron Man's going to be. Yeah. And this guy's going to make it seem like it's going to be him, but he's, he's also going to be creating the things that he's saving. So he's not like a real hero hero. He's just doing things to make himself look good. Yeah. And the comic books. And to be fair, Mysterio is not a character I know like a ton about. Um, but in the comic books, he is like a master illusionist and he, He's known for his lying and his deception and his illusions of like creating things that aren't actually there and things like that. So there's a very likely chance that he's creating the elementals, which they're painting as the villains of of the series, which if any real Marvel fan, I think, would realize at this point that that wouldn't work. You know what I mean? Because we've only seen the elementals in their elemental form of like water, fire, earth and, and air. Like, we haven't seen any human beings inside of them. We haven't seen anything like that. And it's like, if you're going to paint the villain of this movie to just be these creatures, like, that's... That movie would suck. It would suck, If they do that, the movie's going to suck. Yeah, it would absolutely be... It'd be trash because they wouldn't mean anything. They'd just be big, like, humanless globs of stuff that they just got to beat up. And it's like, that's really boring. Right. And they, I mean, like I said, if you're a Marvel fan, you understand that, like, they're way past that at this point. You know, like, they, they're they not going to do something like that. I just feel like that'd be a waste of a movie to do that. Yeah. So I'd be like we, taking a step back. Yeah, definitely. So we, we, we know that Mysterio is, there's more to him than, than we think. He's not, he's up to something. You know what I mean? He's, right. he's not what we, what we think he is. He's, there's something more. So, I'm not buying the fact that that he's a he's a good guy. We get some big big reveals in this trailer and this is one of the things that really bothered me the most and they just glossed over him as if they weren't that important and I'm like <laughs> what the f- why would you just slide right over that? So the first one is we get Peter Parker is like he's realizing that he likes Mary Jane or MJ as they call her in there. 
Um, you know, so he's he's seems like he's trying to go after a bit, and he even tells Mysterio like, "I just want to get back to my vacation and to my friends, and tell the girl that I like that I actually like her, and things like that." Then we have the scene of them walking together, and he's like, "MJ, I I gotta tell you something," and she's like, "What? You're you're Spider Man?" And I'm like, "Wait, what? You know what just hit me right now? Was that maybe it's an illusion? Hmm." See, I was thinking maybe Mysterio fucking with them. Maybe I was thinking maybe it was a joke because we have that that last scene in Homecoming where she's like, "Where are you going, Peter? You always seem very secretive, like you're always sneaking away." And then she's like, "No, I'm just messing with you. Just go ahead." So I was thinking like maybe it was that, but then she follows up with like, "It's it's obvious," and I'm like, "Did they really just show us in the trailer that she found out who he was?" (laughs) I'm like, "Really? That's that's kind of crazy." Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there's just a lot bigger surprises in this movie. Maybe. I would and that one's just so. a minor one. I'd hope so. Or it's an illusion. It's just, uh, you know, Mysterio manipulating Spider-Man. I really I really do hope that that's the case. Because, again, with Homecoming, it, it was exactly what it was in a the trailer. They were almost like, I mean, they were still cool scenes. They were still good moments. But they weren't. The biggest surprise was finding out that Vulture was, right, was the other, other chick's dad. Right. And that, that kind of. Some people say they predicted that. I didn't see it coming. I was Neither actually I. pretty taken by surprise when I saw it. I was like, whoa, okay, that's pretty cool. But other than that, we didn't get any surprises in that movie. So I'm hoping that Sony has learned, because it seems like Sony is still the one distributing this trailer. Like, they're still the ones creating it and putting it out. So I'm hoping that they've learned from Endgame, from Infinity War, that, dude, not everything has to be what it is in a trailer you can deceive these audiences and they're still going to come see this movie. Like nobody's going to be mad at you for that. In fact, most people are going to appreciate it because then things aren't spoiled and they still have that, that factor of like being drawn in to see this movie. Yeah. I don't know, man. It it seems like, and they, like I said, they just kind of glossed over that part when I'm like, what, why would you even put that (laughs) in the trailer? Even if it is an illusion, like why put that in the trailer? Like just, save it for the movie i mean if it's an illusion now like when we realize that it's illusion it's gonna be that much crazier yeah i guess that's true except now that i've told everybody so i've ruined it for all the people that have listened see man you and your fucking ways (laughs) another big thing that they gloss over in this trailer and again i'm just like wait what (laughs) hold on rewind like why are we just sliding past that like it's not the most important thing we've heard since the end of endgame is they go they they have the scene where um Nick Fury is introducing Peter Parker to Mysterio and he's like this is Beck or whatever Mr. Beck or whatever and he's like he's from a different world that snapped to a hole in our in our dimension or whatever and then Peter's like the multiverse and they're like yeah and they just fucking keep going and I'm like Whoa, like, that's a huge bomb. <laughs> hey, 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 bomb. back up. Yeah, like, that's a huge bomb you just dropped. And we're just supposed to, like, be okay with you just scooting right past it? Like, that's not what you do. That's crazy. Again, that could have been something that was saved for the movie. But, like, man, if you're going to drop it in the trailer, like, don't just scoot by it. I mean, what else did you want? I don't know, man, but... Just, I think they could have not put that in. They could have definitely not put it in, but they put it in and then didn't even make it a big deal. Like, or they made it just like, it's like everyday conversation. Like, oh yeah, you know, well, and I mean, maybe at this point it is like, they've been 
they've been to space, they've done time travel. Maybe at this point they're just like, oh, yeah, well, we found out there were other worlds, other Earths, and uh, this guy's from a different one. So, you know, he's here trying to do whatever. Yeah. There's so much crazy things they can do with by opening that door now. And that is where it leads us into what does this mean, right? So with all the other stuff that happened at the end of Endgame, and now we know that it has been confirmed that we have the multiverse, that they're introducing the multiverse to the MCU. Man, between that and time travel, like the possibilities are almost limitless. And maybe that's what they were going for when they were doing that to be able to open up all these different worlds and try all these different things. But there's so much that they could do with this now. I mean, honestly, the more I think about it, the more like I'm like scratching my head and it's like confusing now because like does time travel and the multiverse. Are we just seeing them as work as like hand in hand now? It right? seems like it. Yeah. It yeah. definitely. Seems so when like they it. go back and they do something in the past and they start that new timeline, then that's a new earth. And a new element to the multiverse. It, that's that's what it seems like they're doing. And then I but guess, then the, but then is there other versions of multiverses that are not affected by you affecting the timeline? I see. I, I have no idea. See, it's it's very. I'm thinking that they created the the multiverse by changing certain things in the past, and then by. Cause he he mentions that the snap tore a hole in their dimension or whatever. We don't know which snap it was though, because there were a total of four snaps. There was the first snap that Thanos did. There was a second snap he did to get rid of the stones. There was a third snap by the Hulk, and then there was the final snap by Iron Man. So which snap it was exactly that created this like rift? I don't feel like don't that's no very important. Well, like, it was that going to change for anybody? It could be because Hulk brought people back. Iron Man and Thanos both eliminated people. And then also Thanos also destroyed the stones, which in that case means that in order for it to be in order for that particular like timeline to be changed, they need more stones. They could take different stones from different, I don't know, multiverses, I guess. I don't know what you're talking about, man. (laughs) What's the difference? I, I don't know. I don't know. It like is very if confusing. the if the rift happened when Thanos, which is this is probably the least likely of them all, but if the rift happened when Thanos took halfway the life half of living things, and or if the rift happened when he destroyed the stones, like what difference does that make to anybody? Now there's multiples of certain people. Like if he but eliminated saying, half the universe. And then there was a, another universe brought certain people over. Or I was thinking more so when Hulk brought people back, maybe he accidentally brought people from different multiverses as well. Like right. He opened but up kind of like this portal. What do you mean? Like to you, to us as the watchers, what would it matter who did it when? I don't know. It's just fun to theorize, man. That's the <laughs> point of this whole goddamn podcast. Saying, I, feel, I feel like that doesn't matter. What, what? None of this matters. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no. All of this is just is nonsense. Like, don't, <laughs> right. don't start questioning shit now, Sean. <laughs> You're questioning the wrong things, all right? <laughs> 
What are you even saying to me right uh, now? I was just saying that in the long run, in the overall of the story, like the story doesn't get affected at all by like debunking which snap did it. Like nothing changes. Uh, there has to between be. the four. I'm gonna snap think options. about this, and I promise you, we're, I'm gonna put together. We're gonna do like a mini episode or something about how each snap could have differently affected the multiverse. I'm gonna figure this All shit right, out. You do that. I'm gonna do so much research. I'm not gonna do the research. <laughs> We're gonna figure something out. Anything in particular, this this multiverse, like any what anything pop off the top of your head of like what this could mean? Yes. Uh this now to me means that any character can be reintroduced into the MCU, and I gotta be honest, not that excited for that. Yeah, that would be really annoying. Now I don't think maybe some characters I can see happening, and then other characters I can't. Like I honestly like believe in my hearts to hearts, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans are done. Yeah, I think I'd be so. real surprised if they came back. Even like down the line, I'd be real surprised if they ever came back. I feel like they both did their characters justice, and they're done. Yeah. I agree. Um, but Gamora can come back now. I definitely think Gamora is coming back. Yeah. I think she is back. I feel like they did set that up. But I mean, uh, low key. Yeah. And it could just be, it could all just be instead of more of a, I mean, it's both. It's both. It's time travel, time, different timelines and being the multiverse. I think now kind of means the same thing. But yeah. So, I mean, we can be reintroduced to villains that have died. Like we can see uh, Killmonger again. You know what I mean? Because he can come back from a different multiverse. True, true. Okay, so there's a there's some projects that we know for sure are coming up, right? There's some movies, some TV shows that we know for sure are coming up. So after the events of Endgame, some of them are kind of left with like as a as a head scratcher because I'm like, okay, so how? So one of the big ones that jump out is so Black Widow died again. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Black Widow died in, in Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Um, so she's gone. And it, she she gave her life up for the Soul Stone, which it seems like it's fairly permanent. Also, I'm pretty sure Scarlett Johansson's contract is up as well. So I don't think she'll be coming back. Oh, I take that back. That's the whole reason why we're bringing this up. Yeah, I was like, what are you saying? She has a confirmed movie. Like yeah. We know there's a Black Widow movie coming out. So if she's dead... What do you think is the movie? I've heard rumors that the movie will take place um, between, I think, the end of Age of Ultron and Infinity War or something like that. Yeah, I heard I heard something different. I heard this was going to take place before the very first Avengers um, while S.H.I.E.L.D. was still just S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. And we'll see her S.H.I.E.L.D. As you- so I think I think there's. Um, there's a few options here, right? So it could be just her movie could be a prequel, right? So it could be just before she died. Yeah. And I don't know if the time frame. I mean, it just whatever they want to go with the story. It could be any of those times. I think it'd be kind of cool if we get a you know get a little Hawkeye in it. I think that'd be cool. See them kind of work together. See what happened in Budapest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be cool. Um. She can now come back from a different multiverse, which is now an option. That's kind of a ramification. Yeah, I hate that idea, though. 
Um, and then there's the whole you can trade a soul for a soul thing. So some people have the theory that you can bring the soul stone back and get her back. Do you like that? I idea? don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen either. I think it's pretty permanent that because, I mean, if that was the case, then we would have saw it at the end of Endgame because Captain America put all the stones back where they're supposed to go. So we would have seen her come back then. It's a damn good point. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that that's the case. Do you want to see you know a funny? Uh, we have to talk about this real quick. Okay. Sorry, but why did you say that? Do you realize that Captain America had to go there to bring the Soul Stone back, which meant he had to bring the Soul Stone to Red Skull? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. I, they should have made that a scene. Can you imagine how awkward that would have been? It would have been super awkward. I remember. I and suddenly Captain America to knows. Podcast and they were like, I want to see a movie of just that. I just want to see the movie of Captain America taking back all the stones, which actually would be a pretty fucking good movie, I think. Just yeah. Captain America traveling through time, like putting all these stones back, like all the shenanigans he would have got up to. Like, I think that would have been a fun movie, a fun little like after Endgame movie. Hopefully that'll be something in the deleted scenes or the extras of, of the in-game dvd but i doubt it yeah i doubt it too but just that one in particular man that had to be freaking crazy yeah definitely him to show up and be like wait what the because i don't even know if he knew i mean maybe hawkeye told him but before that the only person that could have possibly told him was hawkeye yeah and like who knows if he i think brought hawkeye that up. was way too focused on the fact that black widow was dead to be like hey to be like hey cap uh this you is creepy that? dude Plus, does Hawkeye even know that he that Captain America fought him back all those years ago? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's highly unlikely that like going there, Captain America would have known he was gonna run into Red Skull. Yeah, that would have been wild. It also they should have done that, and then maybe they could have explained why Red Skull's there in the first place. Well, he um, so much potential, right? Yeah, with that scene. That yeah. Yeah. I, feel like I don't remember what we're talking about anyway. <laughs> we were talking about Black Widow and how she's dead and how she's getting All right, all right. So you, prequel, you think? So, yeah, I think it's going to be a prequel. See, it, what annoys me about this is it seems like all the things we're going to be talking about, it seems like they're all mostly going to be prequels, and I don't like the idea of just a bunch of fucking prequels. Like, some of the stories, it's just like, I don't I don't really care to go back. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily want to see it. Some of them, yeah, maybe, but... I don't know. I mean, I guess a cool, like a Black Widow kind of like inner prime kind of real spy espionage kind of movie could be cool, right? Because I honestly wouldn't even mind her origin. You know what I mean? Like how she became Black Widow. It seems real fucking depressing, though. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> You're okay with that? I'm okay with that. I mean, do you think they I mean in reality, her- I feel like she's probably going to. Like, I kind of know her backstory, but I don't really know her backstory. And I feel like the, it's probably, it's really cool. It's complex. She didn't know her parents. There's like this whole thing with it. And she was grown up as an assassin. Like, it could be a very cool story. It see. could be. I think it'd I feel be, like that should have happened already, to be honest. I don't, I don't, I feel like it'll work better as an R-rated movie, though, than a PG-13 movie. Yeah, but I doubt they'll do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they definitely won't. But I think that would be a missed opportunity if they decide to go that route. So, something else that we got coming up. That again, head scratcher. We know that there are some Disney Pluses is gonna launch when fucking ever. I don't know. Disney's <laughs> taking over the world, and they decided the next thing they're gonna do is have a streaming service. Cause why fucking not? They're Disney, right? 
even though they own they basically own a streaming service already. They basically own Hulu, but they're like, no, we're gonna do our own. So here we are getting a Disney Plus, another just frustrating freaking monthly subscription we have to pay for because we're gonna have to watch these series because we gotta review them. And it's just like, just fucking put it on Netflix, man. Like, why does this have to? Yeah. Golly, DC with theirs. Now here come Disney with Marvel. It's just like, ah. Anyway. <laughs> so Disney Plus is coming out. We know we're getting three shows, three Marvel shows directly tied to the MCU with the actors and everything. We're getting the Wanda and Vision show. We're getting the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. And then we're getting a Loki series. So for Wanda and Vision, Vision didn't come back. We right. we have no Vision. Yep. So again, is this just another prequel? I mean, probably. That doesn't sound like fun to me. I mean, you could. Yeah, I don't know, man. What would you want the show to be? Picture, honestly, I'm putting I, you on the spot. Let's go. I'm gonna throw you off. I kind of care less about this show. No, it's like you know what? Freaking forget Vision because he's been ridiculous. He's only been cool in Ultron, and then everything else he's been in. So just I guess the two other movies. He's just progressively worse. It's yeah. like what I'm gonna go see him because it's not gonna have the budget to really see him do some really cool things. That's true. It's just gonna be disappointing. He did go from like swinging Thor's hammer to like just being stabbed a lot. Yeah, That's kind and of he didn't do. It. He didn't really do anything cool in uh, Civil War either. He was just Civil War was different. Whatever, it makes man. sense why he didn't really do much because it's like he could easily killed all of them, but he didn't, and he knows that. So that makes sense. But I get what you're saying. Ridiculous. I get what so, you're saying. So yeah, I mean this. It could be a prequel. I'm trying to think because with Tony Stark gone. I mean, who's going to, I guess you could argue that, uh, uh, shoot, what's her name? Sherry. Sherry. Sherry and the Hulk together could probably rebuild them. Yeah, I think so. But then that would be weird too, because they couldn't rebuild the same vision, right? They could rebuild vision, but it wouldn't be the, it wouldn't be the same vision. You think it'd be in that, like, I was just born yesterday kind of, um, state again where it's like he's yeah like kind of starting over or whatever yeah like I, I mean i guess so they didn't really like you didn't see vision at all in this next movie like where was vision's body are they able to take him and download his memories or not download his memories i mean there's it's so complex because he's a machine right yeah. but i feel like i mean that would be disappointing too if they just like it's a new vision um and he doesn't remember Wanda, and then you have to see them like build a relationship again. I mean, that's already pretty much what they're gonna do in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Like we both are seeing that coming. That's what if they go the same route with this, I feel like that'd be a little bit of a letdown. Um, on the other hand, I mean, another curveball. It could just be one from a different multiverse. Yeah, that's a good point. That show could take place in a different multiverse. Actually, yeah. all these shows can take place in a different multiverse now. God, it seems like so much, though. It's so complicated. Yeah, it seems like so much. All right. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure in a different timeline, um, Black Widow didn't die. Yeah. So here's a simpler show, I think. Falcon and Winter Soldier. So simple. So simple. Well, see, my thing about this one is that now I, I'm not sure what it's going to be about. Because from the moment I heard that this may be a show... 
I immediately went, okay, and this is way before Endgame came out. I'm like, okay, something's going to happen in Captain America. Whether he dies or he gives up, like he, he retires or whatever, we knew that this was like his last movie. So I'm like, okay, it makes perfect sense that either the Winter Soldier or Falcon are going to be the new, the next Captain America because they have both been Captain America in the comic books. And we've kind of seen that dynamic. They have a great dynamic on screen and off screen, Anthony Mackie and um, Sebastian Stan. So I, I, it makes sense why they would put these two together. So, and also just their characters as well, because like I said, they've both been Captain America. I thought that that's what the show would be about. I thought it'd be them trying to figure out who was going to be the next Captain America who was going to have the shield next, whether it be like um, Bucky trying to like say that he, he wants to redeem himself by doing it and, and Falcon wanting to step up to do it. Like I thought that would be kind of like the dynamic of this show, but that's obviously not the case because at the end of the end game, like Cap gave Falcon the shield and Bucky just like, you know, signed off on it. He was like, yeah, no, take it. Like it's, it's yours. We're good. I was reading an article about like that whole thing and how they came to the decision because they felt that uh, Falcon fit Captain America's morals more so. He was like more similar and they had the same kind of heart. And uh, Captain America wouldn't want to give it to Bucky, even though Bucky's like, you know, if he sees him as a brother, he wouldn't want to give it to him because he knows he's, for one, they're very different people. And two, he's very damaged still yeah, definitely. as a person. So like, I mean, he could still easily be, be taking, you know, control of again. And he can't have Captain America be mind controlled and stuff. So that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that could have been a cool concept of the show. And then obviously they're not doing that now. So, I mean, I feel like they're probably just going to be going against some random Captain America Falcon villain. And that's just what that show will be about. It seems like a good little adventure show to me. See, I was hoping that it'd be more. I hadn't, to be honest, with all of these series, I hadn't even thought of like villains. Because to me, I didn't think I didn't think of villains for these series because I know they say they're going to be limited series, which to me suggests there's not going to be a bunch of seasons, there's not going to be a bunch of episodes. It might just be like ten episodes and done. You know what I mean? Or eight episodes, eight one-hour episodes, and then we're done. Like just basically one long-ass movie just broken up into different episodes. I I didn't really want to see a villain in these because. We know they're going to be throwaway villains. They're not going to mean anything in the long run. So it's like, why even do a villain? Like, I prefer to see kind of more of like an interpersonal dynamic between two characters. That's why it made sense that they were doing Wanda and Vision, even if it was just like their love story. You know what I mean? Like, it's more personable. The same thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier. It was them kind of like overcoming like, you know, Winter Soldier feeling like, he doesn't deserve it. Falcon feeling like he doesn't deserve it, but they feel they feel those that way for different reasons. And then Loki would just be like a fun kind of like romp through whatever, you know. So I don't I don't really want them to do a villain. I just want to kind of they're gonna be let down, just, man. There's definitely gonna be some type of villain. I mean, I'm sure there will be, but like for like the Falcon Winter Soldier series, like even if it's just like a it's Falcon be Nemo. Am I saying that right? That'd be yeah, Zemo, Baron Zemo. 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 Yeah, that'd be terrible. They're gonna do him more justice though. That'd be so awful. It's gonna be more like Zemo in the I comic. Would hate that. We're also I, gonna get the real Mandarin somewhere in there too. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'll redeem all the characters they did poorly. I would just prefer it if if Falcon just went to the to the Winter Soldier and was just like, Hey man, like I feel like, you know, Cap gave me this shield. It probably should have been you. 
but you know, he gave it to me and I'm going to try my best, the best I can to honor this, but I need some help because Falcon is nowhere near as skilled as Captain America and Bucky are like not even close. Right. Especially in these movies. Like he, all he really has is his wings. Like, and then like, that's cool. And to be honest, he's gotten pretty lucky with those. Like, it's just <laughs> wings. You know what I mean? Like, he barely even wears any armor. He's sleeveless, like, most of the time, which means somebody shot him in his arm like he's done for. <laughs> so it's like, and I mean, he's he's done some, some pretty cool stuff when they introduced, like, the mechanical red wing and things like that. Like, it's it's pretty cool, but I don't think he nearly is on the combat level that those two are. So I would I would be okay if it was just like a series of like Bucky like just trying to get Falcon ready to be like Captain America, you know what I mean? Where it's like Bucky's teaching him like the skills he needs to know and and giving him kind of like the backstory of like Steve Rogers and like how he was before he became Captain America and what made him such a great Captain America and kind of Falcon realizing like I think that'd be a much better much more interesting show than just them facing off against some villain they're gonna be disappointed next I mean you might get all that in but there's definitely gonna be some type of villain yeah I'm sure they will I think it's gonna be more like yeah Bucky I need your help to take down this be this Captain America villain that they're gonna have Winter Soldier 2.0 yeah. Maybe there's one left over from Civil War or something like that, and they got to take him down or whatever. Ugh, I don't like it. Maybe they got to face a Captain America from a parallel universe. Maybe. Maybe. I'm um, just going to keep saying everything about a parallel universe <laughs> for all, for everything. Everything's going to get affected by it now. This is the show where I really feel like there's going to be a, there might there's a real possibility of a bunch of parallel universes is the Loki show. Loki series. I mean, that's just going to take place in the parallel universe. Probably. I mean, he has a and space stone. And that's just a prequel. So we saw in Avengers Endgame, he takes a space stone, he disappears. Where is he? Who knows? Probably out causing some mischief. He is the god of mischief. I don't know. Are you excited for this one? I mean, I really like um, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, but I mean, it's kind of just like another show. It's like, I don't know what you're doing and like, maybe you do something cool, but there's also a good chance you're going to do something kind of really silly and dumb. Yeah. So it's, it's very, you know, up in the air. It's also, I mean, I get that, you know, Loki's been alive for thousands of years and you know, he's not always by Thor, but it's hard for me to get my head wrapped around a, a Loki show and not have Thor in it. I'm sure Thor would be in it. It's just a matter of. A, to what capacity, and B, is he going to be in it of, like, there's going to be actual interactions between the two of them, or are we just going to see, like, footage and stuff from other Thor movies, you know what I mean? Yeah, that would just frustrate the heck out of me yeah, if there was just that. footage from another Thor movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, I, 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 don't, I don't know what this one would be about. Maybe Loki decides, like, I'm going to, I don't even know, man. I don't even know. He has I mean, a space stone. He's going to pop around to some different places, obviously. Yeah, he's going to cause some mischief. That's all I really got for this show. Yeah, I was going to say, it's <laughs> just a whole bunch of mischief. It's just a whole bunch of mischief. That's that's what this show is going to be about. Some other things that kind of were left over from Avengers Endgame is we got the Asgardians of the Galaxy. 
Thor went off with the Guardians of the Galaxy by the end of the movie. He left Valkyrie to be the king or queen. I think she's still actually the king of Asgard because kings can be women too. Um, of Asgard and Thor is just traveling space with the Guardians of the Galaxy, which it appears to be that they're searching for Gamora. Do you think that they're gonna put Thor in? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Does he throw off the balance of that team though? Nope. No. No. Is it because he's Fat Thor now? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be ridiculous. I already have zero faith in that movie. It's oh just going to be gosh. just like Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and we should refire James Gunn immediately. Oh, God. You and God. here. Dude, why do you hate that movie so much? It was so bad, and James Gunn is horrible. Okay. <laughs> so like Chris really Pat is stupid for freaking punching Thanos in the face in Infinity War. That has nothing to do with the movie. It does. You just, you're fine. Just sorry. Hold, sorry. Just Star Lord. Star Lord is ridiculous. I should say Chris Pratt. Star Lord is freaking ridiculous. It seems like the movie's gonna be about them searching for Gamora, which like I don't even know if that's. Awful. I don't even know if that's what anybody had planned at first. It just seems like that's what it's gonna be. So it, it seems like the Gamora that came to the future with Thanos and Nebula is now trapped in that same future because i guess she didn't get decimated with iron man snap so now she's just here and that star lord wants to go find her to put her back in the spot of the dead gamora i didn't get that at all no I think, I mean, yeah, I think he's searching for it because it's like the love of his life and he wants to be with her. And like, even though that's not the same version of her, it's still her. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this. However they write what happened to her is going to be absolutely ridiculous. Where did she go? If she didn't get, you know, blown away with the snap, where did she go? I don't know. She just got out of there. She's a very resourceful woman. There was no ships around that could fly in space that she was able to just go get, especially in like that time frame that they had. (laughs) I don't know, man. She's, she's, she's the most dangerous woman in the galaxy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a comic book nickname. It's ridiculous. She could figure something out. Do you, do you want to see that? You want to see like a, like a team road trip destination kind of movie? Does that seem like fun to you? I think it could be fun. I mean, I kind of feel like, I don't know. I'm back and forth. I'm frustrated with Thor still. But, like, I mean, Thor from Thor Ragnarok was hilarious. So I feel like his humor dynamic and the scenes he's had with the Guardians of the Galaxy, like, they're funny. So, like, the humor dynamic and seeing him in there is very funny. I think he definitely adds an element. Like, they're much more powerful of a team having him there. And, um... So, I mean, that aspect would be cool. Going to find Gomorrah, I mean, I'm frustrated that they just, like, had her disappear. And, like, it doesn't even make sense how she would disappear. So, that's a little bit annoying to me. And I kind of, I almost like the fact that when characters are dead, they're dead. Because it's more impactful. But when you kill a character and you replace it, even if it's not quite the same character, it's not as impactful to me anymore. Yeah. It's like, what was the point now? Well, I'm going to tell you what the point was, Sean. Uh, You do it. Her contract wasn't up. She's probably contracted into like 
three more movies. They couldn't kill her. Not for good. I mean, they couldn't. Not for good. They definitely couldn't. They, they don't have they, to do the three movies. She's contractually obligated to do these movies. So was Andrew Garfield, but he didn't get his third Spider-Man movie. <laughs> do you feel okay with that? I, I know I feel hit. okay with it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do feel okay with that. I like Tom Holland way better. Yeah, I don't know, man. It It's fine, I guess. That You know what? That one doesn't bother me as much. If they brought Black, back Black Widow, that one would bother me. They brought back Iron Man, that one would bother me. Bringing back Gamora, eh, not as much. Like, I didn't, her death was sad in Infinity War, but I wasn't like, oh, you know, it was just like, oh, okay. You're, it's because you don't care about that character. Not not that much. Because Garden of the Galaxy 2 was terrible. Well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't that's care I that much about her. So if they brought her back, I wouldn't feel one way or another about it. I'd just be like, okay, whatever. I'm way more excited, way more excited to see adult Groot again. I get it. I know people like baby Groot. He's super adorbs. Totes adorbs, right? <laughs> Fucking teenage Groot. He's all angsty and he's like... I'm Groot playing video games and he doesn't want to clean up his room and yada yada. I get that. It's cool. We can relate. We were all teenagers once, right? <laughs> but man, I miss like adult Groot. Like that was my favorite Groot. Do you think we're going to get adult Groot in the next movie? I think so. It seemed like, and I, I don't know. I don't remember this part that well, but it seems like the last shot we saw Groot, his face was getting fatter. Did you notice that? Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. Okay, maybe I was. I mean, you have things. to think about the fact that he didn't age the five years. Yeah, no, but his aging is a lot different from everybody else's. It actually, they don't really explain it. It doesn't really make that much sense to me. Because apparently, like, there are certain times where he ages a lot faster, and then there are other times where he ages a lot slower. Maybe just aging like a regular tree, which would be really fucking slow. I mean, trees get tall fairly fast. Like, there's definitely, like, this middle period that goes a lot much faster. What tree have you watched grow in your life? <laughs> I own a tree. What evidence do you have to back up the fact that you own a tree? <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. All right. So, when I was younger, I think I was, like, third grade. You know on Earth Day where they used to give you trees? Sure. I still have mine. How big is this tree? It's fairly big. How big was it when you got it? It was like three inches. How big is it now? Uh, it's taller than me. I don't believe The it. issue with the tree is is it hasn't been able to do its full potential. This is so off track because I've kept it in a pot and I've just gotten the pot. Why would you keep bigger. a tree in a pot? My parents wouldn't let me put it in the ground. So you have a tree in a pot. I have a tree in a pot. Why are you restricting this tree's growth? Well, now that my parents are what in the new house. in a pot? Not that my parents are in a new house, I can put it in the ground. Uh, this actually worked out for me because I always would have been at my old house and they'd be gone forever. That's true. You wouldn't have had that tree anymore. What if they kept Groot in a pot? You think he would have got as big? Probably not. Do you think he has the same limitations of an actual tree in the sense of if he stayed in a pot, he wouldn't keep growing? Or do you think he'd just break the pot? I think he would not keep growing. Interesting. How close to a tree is he actually? I think he's very close to a tree. Like if you cut him open, could you count the rings to see how old he is? It's kind of dark of you, but probably. I'm just saying though. Like if you cut him right, just 
Yeah, you just sliced right through his belly. Just count the rings. Huh. Does he need watering? Does I mean, all the things sunlight? need water. He's out in space all the time. There's no sun. He's surrounded by stars. The sun's everywhere. It's mostly darkness. He's in the vacuum space. <laughs> this is getting real no, no, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. I just want to see how far I can take it. <laughs> anyway, adult Groot. I want to see him. If anything, I'd love to see King Groot. But we'll see. Pretty dope. Sequels that we know we're getting other than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. You ready? I'm ready. Name them. Black Panther 2. Yay? Nay? Yay. Yay. Captain Marvel 2. Yay. Okay. No excitement there either, huh? Uh, Ant-Man 3. Meh. All right. Doctor Strange 2. Meh. Really? I know you're excited. Are you talking about this last time? You're much more excited about it than yeah, I am. Yeah, for Doctor Strange. Yeah, I'm super excited for Doctor Strange. I mean, I am. I just want to see him do some real. Powered, but yeah, like, I just want to see him do some real fucking Sorcerer Supreme type stuff. All that stuff, just all the hand movements, everything. Just give me all of it. All right. Yeah, I mean that would be pretty damn awesome, wouldn't it? Though, I mean, he went crazy against Thanos twice, so I'm just saying. Um. Black Panther 2? Yeah. Yeah, let's see that. I don't know what villain they're going to do now. Because his three biggest villains are Ulysses Claw, um, Killmonger, and M'Baku. Because M'Baku, in the comic books, is his villain as Man-Ape, not his ally. So, interesting enough, he's his ally. So, I don't know what villain they're going to do. So, that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. I guess. That's why I'm not like overly excited because I can't think of a cool villain they're going to do either. Me neither. I can't think of a single one. I'm sure he has other villains, but I can't think of one. Um, same thing with Doctor Strange too. I don't know what villain they're going to do. They already did Dormammu. So it's like... See, I was telling you before, that's the only like real Doctor Strange villain what, you can really what? name. Oh, Baron Mordo. That's what they're doing. I forgot. We know that. So it's going to be Sorcerer versus Sorcerer. In there. Getting it. Mm. Sorcerer. Wasn't he in the movie too? Yeah, he was in the first Doctor Strange. So we've already seen him. But we he wasn't a villain in the first Doctor Strange. He was uh, he was on his side. He's like his friend, his ally, his confidant. Now he's like right. there's too many sorcerers. I'm taking all the magic back. I'm less myself. excited. Alright, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Ant Man three. Which I feel like they're just going to retitle Giant Man. It's probably going to be some other bug villain. That'd be lame. Okay. Yeah, it'd be cool if we, uh, uh, I guess it's, but it's not Scott Lang. It's um, Hank Pym that becomes Yellow Jacket. Yes. It'd be cool if they made him become Yellow Jacket instead, though. It just, like, break down and became a whole totally different hero. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, and then Captain Marvel too. Yeah, I mean, I thought Captain Marvel. Well, we, her thing is we're gonna see her in modern day. Like that's the biggest thing. She's yeah. gonna be in modern day. She's in space. Who knows what she's getting into in space? There's all types of possibilities up there in space. So you know that's fine. 
here's maybe we can see her going after the Kree a little bit more. Yeah, I will tell you this though, I don't want to see any more solo movies. I really don't. You felt this way for a long time. I just, I just don't like. Don't. Do you feel like having uh, Happy and Spider Man and having Samuel L. Jackson Spider Man qualifies is not a solo movie? I think so. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. Because Samuel L. Jackson was in Captain Marvel, and I felt better about it that way. Fair enough. You know, but like, there's no reason why we shouldn't get more team ups. Like. It's just not like not after the end game. You know what I mean? Like they all know about each other. Like give me a Doctor Strange and Spider-Man movie. Like give me a fucking Ant-Man and the Wasp and who else is there? Somebody else. Falcon slash Captain America. Something like that. You know what I mean? Like don't give me something like there's no this world has become too big where it just can be like single heroes just by themselves. Like there's no reason for that unless they decide to go super small scale with some of these movies, like with Ant-Man where it's just, we got to steal something kind of thing, you know? But other than that, like give me, give me somebody like, don't just keep doing these solo movies. What are you most, what sequel are you most excited for? Hmm. Is there more? There's not more in that? Are the other ones not confirmed yet? Uh, I mean, those are all the sequels. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's other movies for sure, but we don't we don't know 100% what the new, like, slate of movies is going to be. I've seen a list that's not confirmed. No. Mm, all right. Kevin Feige said that they'll confirm everything after Spider-Man Far From Home. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so of all the movies that we know are coming out, I'm most excited for Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it just because we got a trailer for it? Uh, it's be- probably because of all those movies. Considering the first movie of all those movies, I think I enjoyed Spider-Man the most. Okay. So I mean, Black Panther of, was very close. I was going to say, so out of Black Panther, Doctor Strange... Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, and Spider-Man Homecoming. You enjoy Spider-Man Homecoming. I think I enjoyed Homecoming Spider-Man Homecoming the most. Interesting. Okay. That's fair. Not that the other ones were close. Yeah. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. It's fine. What about you? Which one did I enjoy the most or which one am I most looking forward to? Both. Uh, I think I'm most looking forward to the Doctor Strange sequel. Okay. All right. You already said why. Sorry. Yeah. So out, of, out of those original ones... I probably enjoy Black Panther the most. Spider-Man Homecoming would probably be a close second. But I really think, I really want them to turn it up in this Doctor Strange sequel. So I'm really excited for that one. All right. So yeah. Um, Let's see. What do we got next? So those are the sequels. So those are the characters we know that are coming back, that we know still have contracts and everything. But now... It it would be remiss of us to ignore the the merger that is now like done. It's confirmed. We know that Disney bought Fox. What? It is what it is, right? Which means that it opens up a whole new list of possibilities for Disney to do new characters in the MCU, including the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, and Deadpool. And I think 
when you say X-Men, people only really think about like Wolverine, Professor X, Cyclops. But like the X-Men are like they're a, a huge roster of so many different characters you can use that it is not just the main core group. And I think people forget that. I sometimes forget that because I think of the X-Men and I just think of the core team. But like there's a huge roster of characters. Oh, yeah, there's like that are available hundreds now. and hundreds and hundreds yeah, to them. X-Men. So there's so much that they can do. Out of these characters, which ones would you want to see first? That is a tough question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go like with... If we, if we had to get one in phase four, who do you want to see first? Can I say Fantastic Four or do I have to pick literally one character? No, you can say Fantastic so Four. So Fantastic Four because I want to see it done correctly. I agree with that. I also think... I don't just want that first. I think that that's going to be the one they do first. Right. I mean, that's what I heard was rumored was a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, I saw it on that list too. It wouldn't make sense for them to do an X-Men movie right away. I think that they should sit on that for quite some time. I honestly also think settle. they shouldn't do a Wolverine for a while. I agree. They got to kind of let us forget about Hugh Jackman. The only thing that they can do is continue Deadpool. Like, keep yes. Deadpool going. Yeah, I agree. Definitely they don't start it over. Yeah. But just keep it going. Let the X-Men just settle. Just let them fizzle out. Because we still got another. We still got two X-Men movies coming out this year. From Fox, because they're just like we're still gonna do it anyway. Did you hear they scrapped uh, Gambit? Yeah, I mean, were we ever gonna get Gambit? No, no. I feel like if they had come out with Gambit, this whole Gambit thing was about. <laughs> if they had come out with Gambit, like when they first started talking about it, we would be on like we'd definitely be on like Gambit two, maybe Gambit three by now. Like it's been that long, yeah, that they've been talking about it. Why were so many people clamoring for Gambit? Were people like really wanting the Gambit movie? Because I I never Gambit's one of the, the most popular X Men characters. That's so crazy. I man. like Gambit a lot too. He's all I right. I didn't like how he was done in um, Origins. Origins, but I like Gambit as a character. Yeah, it's Origins. Like in the shit, old man. cartoon, it was one of my favorite characters. Really? It's crazy. He was never one of mine. Even in the there was Wolverine X Men, which was like a fairly newer show. I liked him in that. I even liked him in X Men. Yeah. Everything I've seen him in, I used to have an X-Men game, and I even loved playing with Gambit. He's a good character. Wow. Cyclops was always my favorite. He's such a Boy Scout, though. He's not really in the comic. But all the cartoons he I was about to say, he's not, though. He's in actually the comic the is not at all. He's way more complex and interesting in the comic books. Like He has some real moral issues in the comics versus the way they always portray him in, in the shows and the movies and he's stuff. Like, yeah, he's killing people and marrying people and getting other people pregnant. Yeah, he's, he's doing all kinds of crazy wild, things. He's a wild man. But yeah, I, I definitely think they're going to... Not only would I want to see the Fantastic Four first, I think they will do the Fantastic Four because they need to let the X-Men just kind of settle. They need to let the dust settle on that one. They need to give Wolverine time because we had such a great performance from Hugh Jackman. So... The only thing people remember about those Fantastic Four movies is that they were shit. Like, that's it. That's the only memory we have of them. The last Fantastic Four movie came out. I mean, out the original 20... ones I kind of enjoyed. Like, I know they were crap, but they were crap in a good way. Yeah, they... The last one was crap in a terrible oh, way. Oh, just the worst kind of way. It was, like, real crap. And that came out in, what, 2015? 2016? Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. But, it, yeah, it's it's been... So if they come out with a new Fantastic Four movie, let's say in 2021, that'd be fine. Right. It's more than enough time. 
people wanted to see it done right because it's a huge. Not they could only probably that, skip an origin movie to a point too because we have seen it twice. Yeah, they really need. They it probably again. could either that or just like super condense it. Just right, make it real straightforward, real streamlined. Let's just get right into what have always made these characters so interesting, which is the fact that they are Marvel's first family. Right, they they are a family first. And foremost, they're all kind of related in a way. They all look at each other as a family, and that's kind of how they how they work together and they live together and they they move together as a family. And we haven't really seen that. I mean, we we get like the Avengers kind of family dynamic, but this is like actual relatives and things like that. So it's it's different. Um, so yeah, let's see that done right. Not only that, but I think it's a great time to do it because of Stanley's death. Because, you know, the Fantastic Four is what what really gave Stan Lee his start. I mean, he had been writing other comic books, but this was like the Fantastic Four was that first book that he decided to jump out and just do what he wanted to do, write what he wanted to write and just take a chance. So it would be great now to see it done justice versus the nonsense that we've gotten in the past. Okay. So. Yeah, I think that, if anything, they're going to do that first, which I'm cool with. Right. Here's something that I would love to see that we don't know at all if it's going to actually happen, but I'm, I would be very, very interested to see something like this, and I think they could pull it off. A Young Avengers movie. I've heard you talk about this before. Yeah. I feel like we're still kind of ways away from it. I feel like we've seen the beginning, you know, roots of it. That feels like it's still quite down the line. It does. It does. It will probably be after all of the like initial Avengers cast contracts have expired and everything. But just think like we got Cassie Lang, which in the comic books is stature, which is basically just she grows big and that's it. She doesn't go small. She just goes big. She's been a young Avenger. We got Hawkeye's daughter, whose name I can't remember at the moment, but they call her Hawkeye. She's like a junior Hawkeye. So we already see she's been training. We got, um, in the comics, we have an Iron Lad, which could be any number of, of, of kid characters that they introduced. It could be the kid from Iron Man 3, which we saw they brought back for Endgame. Like, he could be, he could be the next, like, junior Iron Man. Like, it could happen. He... You know, Tony Stark helped them out and he upgraded his little... I feel like the next... Iron, if we see somebody take over for Iron Man like that, it's going to be his daughter, which is still going to be way down the line. Yeah, that would be a real long time from now. Cause she was only five, right? Yeah, she was five. Yeah. Four or five when, when he died. Um, But yeah, I was thinking the Iron Man 3 kid. Or we could either see him or I was also thinking the, the little girl from Captain Marvel. Right. I think that would be an interesting choice, too, to make her kind of like an Iron Heart kind of character. Or she could just be her own character, too. She could be a Photon, like we were talking about before. Yeah. Who the name of her mom had been used as that character in the comic book. So, like, that could be cool as well. And then you kind of have, like, a Junior Avengers team. And then the next, they also have, like, a, a, a young Vision on their team in the comic books. They can make it a young Vision. You know, maybe it's just one that they made a mistake on or something like that when they were trying to recreate them. Maybe they made them too too young, too naive. They couldn't 
I don't know. There's a lot of different ways that they could go about doing it, but I think that'd be really cool. And then with the Young Avengers, they could also introduce the villain that I really want to see next, which is what we're going to talk about next. It's Kang the Conqueror. Ooh. So what's next for villains, right? So the the big thing is... I feel like you should have mentioned, like, we could have had um, Black Panther's sister as a Young Avenger. And you could even have Spider-Man be a Young Avenger and kind of maybe be the leaders of that team. I don't know if Shuri would count as a Young Avenger. She's not that young. She's pretty young. I think she's still an adult. Uh, I think she's like a teenager. Really? Yeah. We should look up how old she is. In real life, she's definitely an adult. She's right. an adult. But I don't feel like she's in, playing an adult. Oh, really? I always felt like she was playing. Maybe like an 18-year-old. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Spider-Man could definitely lead that team. He's never led it before because he's always kind of been like an actual Avenger, even as like a teenager. But, I mean, yeah, he could do that too. I mean, they, they've taken liberties for certain things like that before, so why not? I don't know if Shuri would fit in that team, though. That, that'd that be my only only concern. I feel like she would think that she's too old to be doing something like that. Come on. You think she's going to think she's too old? Yeah, I think so. What'd you got? I'm so pulling it up. Keep talking, man. I know. Too long of a pause. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stuck. I'm waiting for you to give me the answer. Well, talk about some. I'm on the Wikipedia page. It doesn't seem like it's here. Anyway, anyway, anyway. She looks way older on this Wikipedia page, though. That's what I'm saying, dude. She's old. Uh, Not old, old, but she's older for sure. She's an adult in this. I promise you. She's like a 20-something-year-old in these movies. She's just clearly younger than her brother. That's all it is. I don't know, man. If anything, she'd be the next Black Panther. She wouldn't be a young Avenger. She'd be the young Black Panther. Black Black Panther is inherently also the king of Wakanda. Like, so she couldn't do both. She couldn't be. She a was young sixteen Avenger. during the events of Black Panther. Seriously? Yeah, that's crazy. I told you she was young. So, but she got snapped away, which means that she's still sixteen. She's still sixteen. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Uh, I don't like that. I can't believe you thought she was so old. I thought it was I clear she was, that she was like I didn't a think teenager. She was that old. I didn't. It, it wasn't clear to me that she was a teenager. I thought she was like 18, 20. I thought she was between like eighteen and twenty-one, not like sixteen teenager, like like old enough. Yeah, to buy she's cigarettes. roughly the same age as Spider-Man. That's crazy. Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's just crazy to me. I didn't think they'd make it that young. Anyway, so we're talking about villains. We did a whole episode on what we feel like is next after Thanos in terms of villains. It's a really good episode. We had a had a friend of ours, a uh, fan of the show, Mr. Derek Reddy on for that one. We we talked at length about this, so we're not going to go too deep into it. Go back, check out that episode if you haven't heard it yet. It's a good one. You'll enjoy it. Um, but yeah, King the Conqueror is still probably my top choice for yeah mine too for the next villain it just seems like it makes sense with all the time travel that we had in this movie that you yeah. know a time traveling villain would be coming i think like, it'd be it's perfect. so easy to set up too like he's upset that all these timelines have been created probably something happened with his timeline because of the events 
that like they went back and changed things and now he's gonna go back and like you know try to kill him yeah yeah and one of the things about king the conqueror in the comic books is that iron lad grows up to become king the conqueror and one of the stories of young avengers is them trying to prevent the events that led to that but it keeps leading to it it's almost as if he's inevitable and that kind of plays into like what thanos was saying of like like he was saying he was inevitable but turns out that he wasn't but maybe here's something that is inevitable it's king the conqueror and they got to kind of figure out a way to stop that from happening and then yeah with time travel in there now like the limits are 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 endless you know so that would that would definitely be my my top choice People have mentioned a Galactus. I don't know if I like a Galactus as the next villain. Galactus is so hard to do. He is hard to do. And then where do you go from there? You know what I mean? I think if they're going to do Galactus, he has to be like the last villain of the MCU. Like period. I don't think they should ever do it. I don't think it's, I don't feel like it's it's possible. Yeah. Cause how are they going to fight him? Like how are they going to fight this? larger than a planet kind of being exactly yeah it just i don't know and like i said if they do it there's no topping that right because then it becomes a matter of like okay we had thanos then we have galactus and it's like where do we go next like you can't really go anywhere from there without getting into like the crazy crazy realm of like you know infinity and eternity and like these living embodiments of things where it's like they just become real, real far out concepts. To, you're going to lose a lot of people with it. It's, they're going to be like, right. what is, what I mean, is I don't this? know. It would take a lot to do it and do it justice and not lose people. Like, I don't know. Like, cause like to a point, like if they had just jumped and did Thanos the way they did in these two movies without the 21 movie build up to it, we would probably lose a bunch of people. Oh yeah. Definitely. The whole build up. And that's why it's like, it's hard to say that there's going to be a villain after Thanos that's going to be the same level of Thanos without them having to do another, you know, 20 some movies to set it up. Yeah. Like it's hard to believe that they're going to be able to accomplish that again. But if I had to choose a character that they could, you know, take a couple movies and build up to it. And I don't think it should be 21 again, but if they had to take a villain, they try to make as big, you know, within reason, King of the Conqueror is the one that's going to come to mind. Like, you couldn't do that with, like... I mean, I've heard people say, you know, Doctor Doom, but, like, I don't think a 21 movie build-up for Doctor Doom, Doctor like, Doom, that would be yeah. so underwhelming. True. I agree. So, let's... I was thinking this for our close call for this episode. So, and we're kind of talking about it now, so we could just include it, but... Close do you calls. think... There we go. Do you... Th- after Thanos, right? Because what made Thanos, I think, so successful as a villain is that first movie is basically his movie. Infinity War is his movie. They made Marvel successfully made a movie about a villain without actually making it like titling it the villain's movie. You know what I mean? They didn't go like Thanos the movie like they like DC's doing with the Joker or anything like that. They're just like, this is a movie. It's about this villain. He is the protagonist of this movie, but we're not going to call it Thanos. Like it's just, it's infinity war, but now you see his saga and then Endgame is back to the Avengers side of it. So I think that's what helped make him so successful and so compelling as a villain is that we had that whole movie 
to kind of like relate and like really see what makes him tick and they broke him down and it's like oh man okay cool this this is really the makings of a great villain and when we saw him in Endgame it's like oh man like we had got to the point where like people were really like oh man like I don't really want to see Thanos go like that sucks like he's he's so good and yet it, I'm sure it helps that you know it was backed by 22 movies up until that point and then we had that whole movie of his and like you said I don't think it'd be a good idea to do that but it was such a build-up and he was such a big character and he was so powerful and he was so like out there do you think that the next route should be like smaller like again more like relatable like villains or do they go bigger and better than Thanos I think uh this I don't know I think that the next Avengers movie is not going to be an insanely huge villain. I think it's going to be much more in line with the first Avengers and the Avengers of Age of Ultron, where it's more of like a down-to-earth. I mean, it wasn't down-to-earth, but it was a down-to-earth yeah, villain. I, was saying, I don't know how down-to-earth a you know killer I mean? vibranium robot is, but yeah, I get right. what you um, So, that, I mean, if you think about it in the same kind of setup that we already had, right? Like, if we fit, fit the same kind of pattern... It might be, and I hope they do it on a smaller scale, but it might be like, you know, how our third Avengers movie was a huge villain, right? Like we right. built up. So it might be like, you know, small, small, big again. Hmm. So I think if they like somehow incorporate within the next couple of movies, you know, hints of King the Conqueror is coming. And then maybe, maybe if they had like one Avengers movie that was, that like, it could be like a Doctor Doom or whoever, right? Um, and then the next Avengers movie can be a little bit more like Infinity War was, where like this movie was more about like King the Conqueror or whoever we choose and seeing his side, like seeing his whole reality, like getting ripped apart. And like uh, a lot of stories you see, like his like loved ones about to die, like it, you know, erased from time, like you can feel for him. And you know, you almost have it like he kind of wins that movie, and then like the next movie is them, you know, somehow fixing it, right? So, I mean, not to say they should do the same thing, but if they had the same kind of formula, I think it still could work. It could still be great. Um, okay. But I don't know. I don't know if I would like, yeah, the next Avengers in the movie would be King the Conqueror. And it could be. But I don't, it's not going to be nearly as good if they just go straight from, like, this Avengers movie to, like, a couple movies that have nothing to do with King the Conqueror and then there's a King the Conqueror Avengers movie. Like, that's not going to have the same impact yeah. nearly as... Having Thanos. Yeah, see, I think they have to they have to go the route of a villain that has relatable and justifiable like motives or motivations rather, right? And like I think they're gonna need they need they need to tackle like real world issues because let's look at some of the most successful Marvel villains we had so far, like the ones that have been praised the most, right? Uh, Killmonger, Val, uh, Valco, uh, what's his name? Vulture. Vulture. And I thought I said Velcro. Yeah, I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> Killmonger, Velcro, Vulture, <laughs> and Thanos, right? Vulture was probably the most small scale in the sense of like, he just, he was just a man trying to provide for his family, and he felt like these superheroes like took that away from him. 
they're out there and they're living all cushy and they're they're living the dream and like he's just a man just trying to provide trying to make a living and they kind of take his work away from him he decides like you know what like fuck these guys like they want to take from me like i'm gonna take from them you know and he he just he just wants to provide for his family and like you can relate to that because he even like there's the line in the movie where it's just like look man like peter leave me alone like i'm just it's this one last job i'm gonna be done but this will set me and my family up for life i won't have to worry about anything anymore like just let me do this one and everything will be okay and I remember thinking to myself, like, damn, like, I don't know what I would have done. Like, I almost want to just be like, yeah, go ahead, do your thing, man. You know, like, I, I just let me out here. You do yeah. you. Like, I get it. And then we got Killmonger, who, you know, took it to a bigger level of, you know, he he he's this radical who wants to justify, uh, not justify, I'm sorry, liberate black people because he sees, he's been around the world. He's seen the the suffering that they've had to gone through for so many years and he's like here's this place wakanda who has the means and the power and the influence to to change all of it and they're not doing anything they're just looking out for them fucking selves and like he's like no this needs to change but obviously he's a lunatic about it because his his solution is to take all the weapons and basically just give them to all the black people so they can kill their oppressors right but again, his his motives are very relatable and justifiable in the sense of like that's a real world problem. Then we got Thanos, who again people think he's a lunatic, but like <laughs> then I mean, he was, he but. was, oh no doubt. But they at least took it and like they put as realistic of a spin on it as they possibly could in the sense of like overpopulation and and lack of resources and all this stuff, and it's like. Yeah, I can buy that. Like, I can buy that motivation of like you've seen it happen. You're you're basically your whole planet became extinct. Like, you're the sole survivor. I can I can buy that. If they come out with another villain, and this is why like a Galactus wouldn't work because Galactus is just a being that wants to eat planets. Nobody can fucking relate to wanting <laughs> to eat planets. Like, yeah, we can I mean, all relate. relate to being hungry. I was about to say that we can all relate to being hungry, but we don't eat fucking planets. Like, it just doesn't happen. Like, that wouldn't work. Yes, it would be epic on a grand scale, but it wouldn't. I don't think it would draw in the same kind of crowd that Infinity War would, you know, or that Endgame did and Infinity War did. Because that villain wouldn't be, we wouldn't have anything we could like grasp when it comes to somebody like that. We need a villain who has motivations that we can grasp. Where it's like, okay, I can buy that. You know what I mean? And even if that means they got to go small scale, then so be it. Like, it'd almost be better if they do flip it and go a little smaller. Or at least on a different, the same level, but on a different kind of playing field. Like time traveling instead of space stuff right it'll work out so yeah that's all i got all right is that it is that all we got i think that's it all right so yeah i don't know what do you guys think is next like what what villain do you want to see next what do you really want to see a dr doom do you would you like to see a king the conqueror do you want to see galactus like what what do you guys think let it let us know let us know how they can let us know what they think i said let us know a lot you did. Go ahead. They can. I'm not gonna say let us know. They can contact <laughs> us. 
at Close Cause Pod. They can do it on our Instagram. They can do it on our Twitter. They can do it on our Facebook. They can hit us up on Gmail. Yeah. That's uh that's the best way to contact. So, you know, if you like if you like this episode, if you you know, you enjoyed it, you know, go ask, you know, if you want to then you start following us, whether it be on Podbeam or, you know, iTunes or Spotify or Google Play, you know, go ahead and give us a follow. You know, go on our page, give us a like, you know, whatever else helps support your local podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your friends about us, you know? Let let people know what you like that you you enjoy our podcast that'd be great that's important right there word of mouth man it's a very powerful tool it's how some of these movies have been able to excel so much it's just because people telling other people like hey man it's great go fucking see it if you think that about our podcast just be like hey man this is great go fucking listen to it like just <laughs> let's do it you know what i mean and um keep listening and we appreciate it thanks a lot and we'll talk to you guys next time Bye. Bye.